Section 95 of Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Devorah Allen. The World's Story, Volume 5. Italy, France, Spain, and Portugal. Edited by Ava March Tappan. Section 95. The White Hind of Sertorius. About 80 B.C. by Plutarch. About 81 B.C., Sulla was putting to death everyone in Rome who might possibly oppose his bloody rule. On the list of the proscribed was a skillful general named Sertorius, who saved his life by fleeing to Spain. He raised an army, consisting of both Spaniards and the Romans who had accompanied him, and he united the Celtiberians of the East and the Lusitanians of the West into a republic. He established schools for the boys, dressed them well in gowns edged with purple, and examined them often, giving generous rewards to those who had done well. Spain would perhaps have become entirely free from Rome had it not been for the assassination of Sertorius. The Editor Most of the tribes voluntarily submitted themselves, won by the fame of his clemency and of his courage, and to some extent also he availed himself of cunning artifices of his own devising to impose upon them and gain influence over them, amongst which, certainly, that of the hind was not the least. Spanus, a countryman who lived in those parts, meeting by chance a hind that had recently calved, flying from the hunters, let the dam go, and pursuing the fawn, took it, being wonderfully pleased with the rarity of the color, which was all milk-white." and as at that time Sertorius was living in the neighborhood, and accepted gladly any presents of fruit, fowl, or venison that the country afforded, and rewarded liberally those who presented them, the countryman brought him his young hind, which he took, and was well pleased with at the first sight. But when in time he had made it so tame and gentle that it would come when he called, and followed him wheresoever he went, and could endure the noise and tumult of the camp, knowing well that uncivilized people are naturally prone to superstition, by little and little he raised it into something preternatural, saying that it was given him by the goddess Diana, and that it revealed to him many secrets. He added also further contrivances. If he had received at any time private intelligence that the enemies had made an incursion into any part of the district under his command, or had solicited any city to revolt, he pretended that the hind had informed him of it in his sleep, and charged him to keep his forces in readiness." or if again he had noticed that any of the commanders under him had got a victory, he would hide the messengers and bring forth the hind crowned with flowers, for joy of the good news that was to come, and would encourage them to rejoice and sacrifice to the gods for the good account they should soon receive of their prosperous success. By such practices he brought them to be more tractable and obedient in all things, for now they thought themselves no longer to be led by a stranger, but rather conducted by a god. After one of his victories, he was much concerned that his white hind could nowhere be found, as he was thus destitute of an admirable contrivance to encourage the barbarous people at a time when he most stood in need of it. Some men, however, wandering in the night, chanced to meet her, and knowing her by her color, took her, to whom Sertorius promised a good reward if they would tell no one of it, and immediately shut her up. A few days after, he appeared in public with a very cheerful look, and declared to the chief men of the country that the gods had foretold him in a dream that some great good fortune should shortly attend him, and taking his seat, proceeded to answer the petitions of those who applied themselves to him. 
the keepers of the hind, who were not far off, now let her loose, and she no sooner espied Sertorius, but she came leaping with great joy to his feet, laid her head upon his knees, and licked his hands as she formerly used to do. And Sertorius, stroking her and making much of her again, with that tenderness that the tears stood in his eyes, all that were present were immediately filled with wonder and astonishment, and accompanying him to his house with loud shouts for joy, looked upon him as a person above the rank of mortal men, and highly beloved by the gods, and were in great courage and hope for the future. End of section 95